Merch alert! You asked and we delivered. The Royals of Malibu now has merch. We've got so much to choose from, like Team Easton or Team Reed or Team Isaac hoodies and hats. Some fun items like Do Not Dim My Sparkle t-shirts or Ugly Hot hoodies. Plus, plenty of accessories too, like our Trom mugs, AirPod cases, tote bags, stickers, and more. We'll be sharing new drops, sales, and much more on our socials at the Royals of Malibu, so be sure to follow along. That's at the Royals of Malibu. Check out the merch website at emeraldaudio.myshopify.com. That's emeraldaudio.myshopify.com. Emerald Audio is now an imprint of Diversion Audio, focusing on female-led storytelling. Nicky boy. Hi, Chrissy boy. Nick, they haven't canceled us yet. Well, you didn't get the email? Oh, no. I I gave up emails as a New Year's resolution. I said I'm not going to check my emails anymore. Oh, you might want to check this one. They canceled us? Well, shoot, dude. What am I supposed to do? See you later. Okay. Bye. No, we're still here. Speaking of canceling, can I tell you... Uh, as we record this, it's toward the end of the year, and this is the time of year that I like to go through all my subscriptions, and I like to cancel the ones that I have forgotten about that I no longer use, or I pretend to cancel them, and most of the time, especially with like the New York Times or Wall Street Journal or something like that, they'll be like, wait, don't go. What if we offered it for the next year for $4 instead of the $20 a month we were going to offer you? And I always take that. So. Is the season? God, they're so needy. I know, they're like Isaac. God, dude, it, not everything has to be a transition. Well, speaking of speaking of, we have a really great guest today. Should we just get right to that? I think we should. I'm so excited. I mean, we're in the presence of of social media royalty. Yeah, the the royals of social media. Oh, and you know royals what? TikTok. He lives on the West Side in Venice, so he's the royal of Venice. He must have been in Malibu. Yeah, he does. He does. Uh, is this our show. first male guest? It is our first male guest, but gender is a construct, wow. so I don't think it matters. Nick, I'm so excited about our guest today. Are you? Yeah, I'm uh, a little shocked. Shocked that he would slum it with the Royal Boys. <laughs> That's true. Uh, so our guest today is a TikTok social media sensation. Uh, uh, he's a hilarious stand-up comedian who just announced a, a national tour that is selling like hotcakes. You might know him as Fibula across social media platforms. Please welcome our guest, Connor Wood. Woo! Thanks for having me. I'm stoked to be here with the Royal Boys. It's been a dream of mine for <laughs> a long time. Um, we're making it for about for about an hour. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm. I'm t- I told you guys, I'm addicted to these these young royal boys in a big wow. way. After you know, started listening fairly recently, and <laughs> I'm hooked. I'm hooked. Oh, you're very sweet to say that. Well, we are hooked on your comedy videos and your stand up. You're very very funny, man. You've Thank really you. Tapped yeah. into something. You're very funny, man. I I watch your stuff and I um, laugh out loud quite a bit. Thank you. Seriously, thanks so much. Uh, so, Connor, how did you get started in the comedy scene, particularly with your videos? Um, it was like they keep telling me not to say this because they're like it's a bad look. Like act like you did it on purpose. I didn't. I got fired from both of my jobs. And then I just like was like, I'll just like talk about getting fired for like I cannot hold down a job. And then COVID hit and I was like sitting at home. Everyone started to go back to work except me because I was fired. Um, and so I was like interviewing, then I would go on TikTok and just like talk about all these like nuanced things that happen and like me screwing up every every interview I have. Like I, I think there was one where this one went kind of viral online where I had emailed like the most professional email. And I, I don't know why I had excuse my delay or something, but I said, excuse me. And so then like, there were a lot of things like that where it was like, what, like, am I at Build-A-Bear? You know, like things <laughs> like that, like people related to, I guess. And then it went from like me finding a job to then just like doing this as my job, which was cool. At some point being able to do that, it still feels like I'm going to wake up tomorrow and get like, a response finally to one of my link 400 LinkedIn easy apply 
resume things. And they're gonna be like, we actually wanna wanna bring you into the office and it'll all be over, but we'll see. But right now we're doing we're doing stand up right now. So you that was not your plan? No, God no. No. Wow. I went to I went to college for engineering. So no. That was not the original. <laughs> Where'd you go to school? UT Austin in Texas. Oh, hook 'em horns. Hook 'em, baby. I a lot of people can be like, well, I kind of use my degree. This is like not anything that I can I can't even by any stretch. Connor, let me ask you. So this was all kind of a, I guess, a detour that you took. When you decided, when you realized like this was going to happen, did you like, how did you dive into it? Did you just kind of keep rolling? Is it all intuitive? I, I saw in an article you said that you read um, uh, Sick in the Mind or the uh, Judd Apatow book. Yeah. And like, like you learned about I'm crafting a joke from that. Is that like some, Sick in the Head? Yeah. Is that something like you like had read previously you always like kind of had an interest in it no um i like it was weird because when you start doing the videos like online you like you start having people that like there's no degree of separation once you start like posting videos online you know like kylie jenner is scrolling on tiktok you know so she she sees people's videos and same with like these comedians that i was following forever you know then you get one of them following you're like oh am i doing kind of like an elementary version of doing this on stage um, and I started talking to Tim Dillon ran, like online and I'm like, yeah, I like want to do stand up. He's like, go do it then. And I was like, well, I got to finish Judd Apatow's book first on like how to do stand up. He's like, stop reading that fucking book and like go onto the stage and do it. Yeah. And then th- like, I'll never forget that. Cause then I was like, oh, okay. I'll go, so go do five minutes. And I was so scared to do like five minutes. Um, but Judd's book helped me. I'm not going to knock Judd's book because he he taught me that. I don't know what article you were talking about, but it, I don't remember saying that. I think that I, anytime I talk about the book, I talk about how, especially with TikTok, you like have the punchline and then you kind of like work backwards and then yeah. get the like, yeah. joke after you have the punchline. Um, and then with the TikToks, there's 60 seconds. So you kind of like make those two minutes and then three minutes and then five minutes and then make a set out of it. I can't remember the question. No, you, you're nailing it. We're going to get into the episode real quick, but Connor, yeah. I have to ask. You were recently shared by Dua Lipa on her Instagram. Yeah. yeah. That I think that's Nick's, like, one of his top, like, dream yeah. dream women of all time. So can you no, tell me what too. that was like? Yeah, I, uh, I think I had a show the night before, and so I th- it was, like, a later wake-up for me than normal, so... Like I was, I checked my phone and it was like, I don't know, sometime in the morning and I'm I, like, it's, it blown. was 1230. Just say it. You, it was sometime in the morning. Me. I think it was still single digits. I actually think it was like 940 or something. And, uh, I, I never do that. Me. I never do that. Cause I have too much anxiety. Like I, I feel like when my friends that work at JP Morgan are up, like I, I legally have to be awake and at work. <laughs> um, and I, so I, I like check my phone. I'm already feeling kind of bad. Cause I got like, sleep in guilt. I'm not even Catholic. I don't know why I have that, but I'm sitting there in my bed and I like check my phone. And I've got text, 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 call, 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 call. I'm like, Oh my God, my dad died. Like or my or my dog. Sorry. Not to jump right to my dad. And I, um, but I'm like, there's been a death in the family. And then, um, all the messages were like, check Instagram. And I'm like, Oh no, I'm finally canceled. Finally toast. I finally got canceled. Like it, it happened. And then it oh, wasn't, it was the opposite. Dua Lipa had, had done a photo dump, which like I felt, I, you know, I feel like Dua Lipa is a little bit above a, a dump, you know, Dua Lipa doesn't take down. She's, 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 she's above everything. Yeah. Dua Lipa doesn't, doesn't dump ever, but no. So like the last uh, slide was a, like a text or a Twitter thread of like me and my buddy who was like, I feel like Dua Lipa getting posted in a Dua Lipa photo dump would like change my career. And I commented, I was like, I literally think about this every single day. And then he commented back and was like, if I, if I go up, I'm taking you with me, buddy. And then she screenshotted that and like threw it in her dump. So technically like wasn't my so team, like, funny. Full, like fully claimed it as my own. Sure. Um, and, I, and so do we. <laughs> I tweeted that same sentence in different, you know, vernacular, like 20 times. I said, like, if I, if I met Dua Lipa, I feel like, it would be like when Toby Maguire was bit by the spider. Like I feel like something like that would happen to me if I met if I was just like yeah. in the room with her. Your your uncle would die. <laughs> yeah. 
there's been a death in the family after all. And the city would be destroyed <laughs> by arch villains. Uh. So be it. That's not. That's out of my control. I just need to meet this this woman. So what happened afterwards? Did you end up speaking to her? Or, oh yeah. no, I didn't end up. No, not at all. I'll, you know, I felt like, and then right after that, um, she did like a Willy Wonka style private pop up for LA, and I was like, I am gonna get a DM at any second from Mrs. Lipa. And she's going to me to her home, and she, I'm going to get on a helicopter probably with her. And no, not radio silence. I thought my phone was broken. It's funny, like at one at one point you're here, you know, phone is blowing up, and then at another point you're just like, no DM from Dua Lipa, and that's fine. That's so funny. It's tough. That's tough. It's yeah, a tough life. I can relate to so much of that. <laughs> you can't. You know, beggars can't be choosers. I'm, I'm, I'm cool with what, what went down. Page six though did post that. Um, yeah, and I think that's the article I was reading. No, maybe it was the other one. I think it was the one that was uh, talking about your tour. Yeah, well, I mean, it, I think it was supposed to be a tour announcement, but they moved forward with the headline being exclusive comedian and TikTok star Connor Wood admits to page six that he was terrified someone in his family died. Like that's the, and then this is the image they went with. Uh, oh, everyone thinks that we're dating because it says like exclusive and i'm like oh my god am i dating her like I think, that's great yeah, you know it's a good do not confirm or deny that that's what you just have to be like if they ask me like i cannot confirm nor deny that yeah no one reads captions anymore don't read the caption at all please no, no. that's how people get their news yeah right <laughs> are you happy with the picture um, they picked so stoked, but it is something to think about because it's from a year and a half ago. And like, I've posted so many times since then. So someone from the page six team had to actually like get carpal tunnel scrolling so far to find a good picture of me. <laughs> well, it looks like they searched for one where it was like you in the wild because they, they probably wanted it to look like Paparazzi. you were out like, right. Or it looks like you have a little beanie on and you're out walking. Oh yeah. Yeah. Like, I, I, yeah, yeah I'm yeah. standing still and I asked someone to take that of me, but <laughs> I think that it looks like that. <laughs> Miss Lipa, <laughs> do, uh, we know we know you're listening. Please, please uh, reach out to Connor and me if you yeah. can. Uh, you can leave Chris out. Yeah, Dua is a huge fan of the pod, so um, we know she's listening. She's a big listener. Um, hey, what do you say we hop into this episode? I would love to do that. I would love to do that. Episode 10, Dancing Around a Love Triangle, which obviously... Leads us to our first question, Connor. Mm -hmm. How how good are you at, at geometry? How good you are at geometry? Um, I suck. I like had to change. I actually failed calculus three times, and I think the the professor felt bad. Dude, you majored in weren't you an engineer? Yeah, yeah. Thank <laughs> God I couldn't hold a job. Like if I built a bridge, bloodshed. <laughs> um, Connor, have you ever been in a love triangle? Um. Not that I know of, maybe behind the scenes, maybe I was the, the, the acute angle there that I, but I was just unaware. That's called cheating. That's, that's not a triangle. That's I mean, infidelity. There were two people that were interested in me and I wasn't aware and I was just kind of hanging out, hanging around. Yeah. Maybe. I don't know if this, if this counts, but I like, there's been couples that I like watch from the window and like monitor and, and does that count as a triangle if I'm like. But they don't know I'm there. No, because it's my window. Well, <laughs> yeah. Does, it, are, does everybody have to be aware that there's a triangle being formed? I think so, because otherwise it's just cheating. No, but I don't know. Right? I disagree. Am I, I might just a big old prude. One person has to know that there's a triangle, but I don't think all three have to know. Yeah, it kind of seems like one could be on the outside looking in. On the outside, always looking in. Yeah. Connor, sing it. I don't know that one. Sorry. <laughs> You heard it here. Connor hates Dear Evan Hansen. Oh, no, I do actually. Yeah, actually, that makes sense. <laughs> I've never been in a in a love triangle. Nick, have you? No. I'm having a hard time getting into a love line. Yeah. Yeah. So from A to B. That's, just, tough. Yeah. That's the hardest part. The third is easy. Um, so we open this episode. Ella's at school. She's in the parking lot. She's waiting for a ride because Isaac is coming to pick her up and take her on a surprise date. Uh, but Reed pulls up and he's like, hey, you need a ride? And uh, she says no, because she's going on a date. And Reed is like very butthurt about it. 
Yeah, Chris gets a little angry boy, upset boy, Chris. I was upset. Well, it you know, it's hard to have sympathy for Reed in this situation because this was his idea. He was like, Ella, I want you to explore your options with Isaac. And if it if you choose him, I'm cool with that. And if not, like if you choose me, that's great. And he was su- super chill about it in a very bizarre way, in my opinion. But now he's like, oh, this fucking sucks. Yeah, it was good on paper. Was he was he being um What's the new word everybody uses? Clandestine. Fuck boy. Like, uh, I don't know, something Fuck like boy. that. Where it was like, yeah, like I'm, I'm cool with it until it actually happens. Now I'm like not actually cool with it. Yeah, I, yeah. Well, I think, yeah, Reed is like, I don't know, he's, he's always trying to like do the right thing. And I don't know, it, it reminds me of like when you see in rom-coms when someone breaks up and it's like, hey, you know, you dump me, but I just want you to be happy. And it's like, that's bullshit. Like, no, I don't want yeah. you to be happy. In fact, I'd get pleasure thinking that you're home alone on weekends crying because you missed me. That is what I want. That would make me happy. But that's why this is a good scene, because it finally shows the truth of it. I mean, the, the, the one from the other episode that you've been referring to, he's like, yeah, take your time. Go out with this other guy. It's like, no, nobody's like that. I mean, unless you were like the George Clooney and the most confident man ever. Like uh, uh, some yeah. George Clooney is actually very insecure. Well, we went to a pool party <laughs> and he refused to take his shirt off in the pool. He was he swam with, he swam with a with an actual cashmere sweater. It was very uncomfortable. And he was holding his Nespresso machine. It was bizarre. I can't tell, by the way, like I, I know that this is my first time really chatting with you guys. So it takes me a second to re- to see if you're like buddies with George. That's why I didn't okay. feel the need to yeah, like, until the Nespresso. I was like, oh, I get it. Okay, so okay. Connor, <laughs> that that is more of a reflection, A, on how sweet you are, but B, how different our lives are. Because I, the only celebrity I know is like the guy from the dry cleaning who I see like on the street. And I'm like, hey, I know that fucking guy. <laughs> uh, no, we don't know celebrities. Um, okay. Um, speaking of that long-winded story you just told, Chris, this is the longest wait for an Uber I've ever heard. In waiting for an Uber, Ella has time to have a conversation with every single person that she knows. <laughs> she talks to Reed, and then Easton and Savannah pull up, and then Val comes around. I don't know who the Uber driver is, but he does not have a good rating because this is a long, long wait. That's very um, And that's my takeaway from this opening scene. That's very funny, Nick. In this, uh, in that little montage, Easton uh, refers to uh, Easton offers to um, involve himself in a threesome with Ella and Isaac, and something he cons- he coins ethical mo- non monogamy. I like that ethical. I don't know if it's real. Is there a code of eth- ethics involved in threesomes and higher? I don't know. Um, I always I have the, the the term I actually have merch from our podcast that says ethical clout chaser, which is something that I, I take pride in because the way I go about my clout chasing and the way that you should, too, if you ever want to see George Clooney in a shirt in a pool is you just like kind of go up and fake it. And I know what I'm doing. I'm not trying to be, you know, I'm just doing it for a picture. I'm clout chasing so- them. But it's a good interaction for both of us. And I think that that in that, you know, sense of the word. If everybody leaves that threesome happy and and fulfilled and with more than they came with, ew, I don't see- ew, <laughs> dude, gross, fulfilled, fulfilled. Come on. more than they well, came with. It was a family with? show. On, it was a Connor. family show, dude. Yeah. Okay. Wait, Connor can can you give me an example of this uh, ethical clout cha- chasing? Like, what would that interaction look like? Also, what is the goal? Is it to get a picture with somebody? To get clout? Yeah, the ideal situation would be like, oh, I actually really enjoyed talking to this person that clearly just wanted a photo. Like, I'm not doing it. I, I don't think that, like, KJ Appa wants to be friends with me. And I just need him for the likes. But I'll, I'll, give, him a good con- <laughs> I'll, get him, I'll give him a good conversation. I'll conversation him up really well. And then, um, like for for him, I actually did that with him. I went up to him and was like, "Oh my god! Like I haven't seen you since Thanksgiving last year." And then he started talking, and I was like, "I did not know you're Australian. I should have come up with a better thing because I don't even know if you guys do Thanksgiving. They do not. Um, they don't. <laughs> they do boxing. Very, 
They're very unthankful people. Yeah, yeah, they didn't, they didn't have pilgrims. They just went straight ahead with whatever they did. But but he started talking to me and like kind of playing along with it. And I don't know if he got that I was like lying or what, but like he played with it and he was like, oh, okay. Like let's, and I was like, let's get a photo so we can send everybody like check in, like say that we're together. And he's like, okay, totally. I was like, that's gone on my Instagram right now. Had he, had you actually met him? No, I've never met the man. I'll never see him again. And that's why it's no harm no foul. Cause I, I so funny, you know, I'm not trying to get his phone number and, and dox him, but I did this also with Sean Mendez when he was uh-huh. getting like bullied kind of online for his, do you guys remember when he did, um, it, uh, it's giving share. Remember that at all? I don't No, No, he had this quote an old man alarm. You're so fucking old. It, he, he had this quote. You guys, do you guys know when like people are like, it's giving. Yeah. 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 You know, it's yes. Giving whatever. So he, he said it's giving share and I don't know to what, but he just got dragged by his hair on the internet. And I saw him at ACL in Austin, the music festival. And I was like, dude, you need to reclaim that. You need to go on the internet and like joke about it so that it's your joke now. And then like, yes. and so I was like, Let, let's do this. Like, I'm going to come up. I'm going to ask you for a sip of your beer. I'm like, it's giving share. Like, give me a, you know, give me a sip of it. And he's like, okay, let's do that. And we didn't post it. I got 3 million views. I don't know wow. what he got, it, but you know, and he felt good about that. He had, so that was ethical cloud chasing. I got to pretend like I'm friends with Sean Mendez for a second. And then at, at that point he got to joke about this thing that was like weighing on him. Poor guy. Yeah. And yeah, we both came out on top. That's really cool. So KJ Appa, Sean Mendez, you have a type, man. Oh yeah. Who's next? Um, let's see. I guess George Clooney now, and I got my sight <laughs> set. <laughs> So we, uh, Nick, Ella, Ella gets in, gets in the cab, the, and, and she goes. She on. goes on a date, and this is one of my favorite parts of this whole series. You know why? Why is that, Nikki? Because they finally come to our part of town. They come to the east side of L.A. Yeah. Which Connor, I know you you don't love this because you're a, a West Side Venice boy, Malibu boy. But Chris and I live in Los Feliz, which is right next to Echo Park, which is where they go for Korean right. barbecue. Um, and I had never had Korean barbecue. What? I know. I Is that either. true? Oh, yeah. You guys, we're so close Connor, to like. Connor, should we go? I'm down. But we gotta. Is that in on the east side? It's everywhere. But yes, there's there, a bunch of them. Koreatown is like sort of near downtown Echo Park area, and there's so there's a ton of Korean barbecue restaurants. It's so good. It's like you grill your own meat and food right in front of you and they bring all the accoutrement and the sauces and it's wow. Yeah, no, I I would love to do that. That sounds right up my alley. All right. So Connor, it's going to be me, you, KJ, Dua, George, and Sean. Uh, We're going to go Korean. That'll be perfect. Uh, paparazzi pictures they're, they're just gonna name them and be like, and they were being followed closely by two yeah. by two young men from the and they're, family they're gonna they'll post the same picture of you in a beanie from six years ago that they did but they'll just post two of them and say left to right nick caffaro and connor wood basically, basically this guy i've been debating whether or not to admit this but i don't know who the fuck this kj person is that you're talking about Riverdale. He was the lead in Riverdale. Yeah, redhead. Old man alarm, dude. dude. Old man alarm. Yeah, that's <laughs> old man alarm. You're so fucking old. That's tough. I'm gonna edit that out because that's almost embarrassing. I'm not. We're not editing that out. We're keeping that in. You have to be held accountable. <laughs> uh, the best part about this scene, though, is that uh, it's a surprise date. I love a surprise date. Have, have uh, Connor, you ever done a surprise date for someone? I haven't planned a surprise date. No, um, I've had surprises happen while I'm on, like, if I'm thinking of like one specific date, but this happens like a lot where I'll be, let's go get coffee or lunch or something. And then it's like, but also do you, there's a bar across it. Like, should we just go drink instead of pretend like we don't want to have a cocktail at this coffee uh-huh. shop? Yeah. That would be also a surprise to me. It's a surprise in, in the sense of like, I didn't, we didn't know what was next there. Yeah. Surprise date sounds great, but I don't know if I'd be able to do it because like 
I would really have to budget it out. Well, you, you know, I don't want to like be have like do a surprise date and then be like, oh shit, I spent so much money. Yeah, that's on this person that's never going to talk to me again. Yeah, but she's dude, already married to George Clooney. <laughs> but dude, you just that's part of the planning. Like you can do stuff that's cheap or free. You know, you do like, oh, we're going to walk in this park or go to this museum and then I'm going to take you to dinner and then, oh, there's one more surprise. We're going dancing at this bar or club or whatever. Think outside the box, dude. Yeah. These make me nervous because it feels like like a surprise date, especially when you're like, let's go on a walk. It's like when you show someone a song you really like and you're just checking to see if they like it the yeah. whole time. Like, do you even like walking? Like, are you walking? Yeah. Oh, no. Like, I got, I'm going to have to call some bullshit on both of you. You get, women or men or whoever, people love to be surprised, even if it's, even if it's like a bullshit thing because it's like youth. You thought about this. You put some thought into it. Not just like, oh yeah, let's go get a bar or let's go to a bar. Or, like, where do you want to go? Like, but no, it's like there's something nice about being pampered and treated and being like, hey, I'm picking you up at eight. Don't worry about it. I've got it all situated. And it's like, oh, this is fun. Yeah. Hey, I'm sending an Uber. It'll be there in three hours. <laughs> just wait there the whole time and talk to every single person you go to high school with. <laughs> they do um Salsa classing, they dance in the street. It is a very cute. She says it's a hundred thousand out of ten when she rates it, which I I have to question that rating. That's system. a really high number. I also like what if she had low blood sugar? <laughs> she can do salsa dancing and then another activity. I gotta go home actually, or you have to get me a bag of Skittles. Which are about to be banned. Yeah. I, they are banned. You hear about this? Isn't that crazy? Yeah. Oh, they are. Red is that nationwide or just California? It's just here. Just California. We got to move. That's tough. I know. I love Red 40. Moving to Florida. Chase the rainbow. Ironically, every other part of what the rainbow represents is illegal in most states. Someone take that joke. Someone someone, someone verbal trademark that joke because that's good. Thanks. I'll go ahead and verbally trademark that. And I will steal it. Take my reproductive rights, but not my candy. That's what I say. She says uh, during this... um, date she says isaac is incredible and he makes her decision when she's choosing between him and reed so hard she's like it would be so much easier if isaac was just like jealous or mean or chewed with his mouth full it got me to thinking what are the red flags or deal breakers on a date for uh you guys that would that would be like nah i can't be with this person mean to like the waiters or waitresses that would i'm just like oh i don't i might leave in the through the bathroom window that would suck yeah yeah. It's, it's actually, I make it worse when someone's like rude to a waiter because I overcompensate to where the waiter's like, same. Be around. Yeah. Like, yeah. waiter would just be like, be a dick to me because it feels like you're like trying to follow me home. Thank you so yeah. much. Every time that they pour me a glass of water. No, seriously, thank you for your service. Look, yeah. Look at me. Look at me. Do you have health insurance? Because we could get married and you could share mine. Yeah. Move in. 90 day fiance waiter edition. <laughs> yeah. And then the mouth, the chewing with your mouth, chewing with your mouth full. Is that was that her issue? Yes, that's the issue she would have. But she wished he did it. So wait, that she, wait, like chewing with your mouth full is chewing is eating. You mean talking with it. your mouth full? I don't know. Maybe I heard it chewing wrong. with your chew- mouth full is how you eat. How the fuck else do you eat? <laughs> you you just you just, you just swallow, swallow it like a and choke like a pelican swallowing a fish. It's like <laughs> I think that chewing with her your mouth. Open, I think, would be a huge issue for me. I need. I think that's probably what she said, and I miss. No, 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 it. no, because I thought I heard that too when I was listening, and then you said it again, and I was like, huh. Oh, maybe it's, uh, maybe we found something wrong. I love that. I'm going to call the producers. We found a flaw. Let's call the producers right now. Connor, call the producers. Okay, I'll get on the line. Hold on. I've got a couple red flags that I've experienced in real life. Uh, when, you're, when you're on your phone too much while oh, we're talking. That's, yeah. Yeah, that drives me fucking insane. I like I'm a believer that like when you're at dinner with somebody, unless there's like something going on or you're like talking about something and like, oh, let's look it up. You you put your phone down until someone's like, I have to go to the bathroom and then everybody checks their phone. What about putting your phone face down on the table? Yes, I don't because I don't even like that. I, I think keep it in your pocket or your purse. As soon as you break eye contact, like we know what you're doing. Saying something to someone and then having like a 14 second delay. It's like, let's just move on from this yeah. whole conversation because it's not very interesting, from, obviously. From this whole relationship. Oof. 
That's tough. This is actually kind of making my my heart rate go up. I feel it. <laughs> I could see it. Um, but I'm glad you brought up the phone the phone on a date thing because that's exactly how this date gets interrupted. Her phone is blowing up, um, Ella, so she has to leave, and there's a fight happening between Val and Sav. Um, so she goes to take care of that, and she learns that they're both not in a great place. And I'm gonna say that that portion of this episode was really confusing because I was listening on headphones, like going around my house. And I was like, what the, am I, I wasn't getting any texts actually, but it sounded like I thought I was getting those notifications. Yes. Nope. Yeah. Shout out to our sound, our sound designers. Yeah. I, four times. They did a great job with the phones. They did a great job with the uh, Korean barbecue scene, the background. So you know what? I'm going to give our lasagna of the week to uh, our sound editors. Wow. La 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 lasagna. Yeah. Good for them. Also, speaking of phones, they get in this. Ella shows up. They're in this huge fight, and then Savannah throws Valerie's phone in the pool. Like if someone did that to me, that would be the end of our f- relationship. Like that's it. Have either of you ever? Because this is also a recurring dream I have of like getting wet or jumping into a pool with my phone in my pocket. Have you ever had a phone thrown or damaged or lost in this way? There was that one time I was swimming with George Clooney. Oh, and I enough with the, the George Clooney reference. It's over. That was, that was tough. I can't stop picturing it. I might have to hop on like chat GPT after this and get a visual made. <laughs> There's an espresso maker and a, and a cashmere sweater floating. Um, I was at a 4th of July thing and I was like looking in the pool and I was like, who's the dumbass with their phone at the bottom of the pool? Who's, who's the drunk loser with their phone? My, my phone. Oh no. (laughs) Had to get in. What was weird is I was, I was fully close. So I hadn't even been in the pool and there were people swimming in the pool and I'm in jeans, you know? Uh And I I was like, I have to get in now. (laughs) And I had to get in with my jeans on and and dunk my head and grab my phone. It worked. It worked. No. Yeah. It's weird. How did it get I, there? I still don't know. I was drinking a lot. So that was oh, yeah. probably just put it in there. Honestly, I wouldn't even. <laughs> just placed it gently on top. Connor, do you have your own alcohol brand? I did a collab with Flying Embers, the, the kombucha. Okay. The hard kombucha company. It's really good. Did you find embers? Oh, they're so good. I, I love them because you don't have to actually drink that much. And then all of a sudden you like have to go home. <laughs> yeah. They're really strong. And what's your, what's your Sp- spicy lime margarita? It's, it's pretty dank. It's actually like not totally out yet. It's, it's announced, but then we okay. had to work on licensing to get it anywhere else besides California. So may I ask what it's called? The, the drink? Yeah. So it's going to be the spicy lime margarita. <laughs> oh. You guys really got clever with the title there. I thought it was going to be like fi- fibulas. Blah, blah. I didn't ever think of that. I didn't think that. All, I told you I'm not like a thinker. So it was just the, the uh, Flying Embers by Connor Wood, spicy lime margarita. And then it just says like fibula. I'll get you guys some. I'll get you guys some. I'll bring it to the east side. Oh, thanks, buddy. For our Korean barbecue date. We can all throw our phones into the lake at Echo Park <laughs> in solidarity. But anyway, Nick, where are we in the episode, you silly bitch? Well, so. <laughs> <laughs> Ella, Ella goes to save the fight between Val and Savannah. And she ends up leaving. She goes home and she gets uh, caught sneaking back into the house by Callum, who He's such a sweet man, but just doesn't know how to be a dad. Nice. And um, he's like, I, I caught you coming in. And she like has to, he's like, I don't know how to ground kids. So he has to like teach Callum how to ground a kid. Uh, but he says like, I'm not, I'm not going to do it because he, yeah, I don't know. He doesn't end up grounding her. But I don't know. Have you ever been grounded, Connor? That's yeah. The question we're yeah. Doing. I miss being grounded so much. I want to get grounded now. Why? I would just like to like not have to fake a car accident or COVID or my dog missing like all the time. I wish I could just be like, I'm grounded. I can't come. You know? Yes. That's for that's for that reason. I do miss it. it. I feel like not knowing how to ground someone. It's like the easiest fucking thing in the world. You just say you're grounded. You're not allowed to, you know, use the car or your phone or the internet. Like it's pretty yeah. simple. I don't know. How, uh, how far apart are you guys in age? Three and a half years. Okay. 
Who's yeah. older? Who do you think's older, Connor? Who acts older? Who looks older? I don't know. I don't know. I don't want to say. I'm older. I'm older. Okay. I was going to say that. So for you guys, was it like, Chris, did you have like a hard 11 p.m. curfew? And then when Nick was like your age at that time, was it like, come on, Min- by midnight kind of yeah yes yeah. well more with my sister we have an older sister i think it was oh, okay. more strict with her yeah. and it progressively got less and less so i have a i have a younger sister she's four years younger you'd think that it would have been like more strict for her but it was like do not give a shit it was yeah. Bu- really yeah it was bizarre i actually was held to like a much higher standard even post like call like coming home from college for summer or whatever i still had my same i was like i don't I don't need this bullshit. Yeah. yeah. Where are you from? Texas. Okay. Yeah. Why did I think you were from Canada? I have no idea. It's so nice. <laughs> so I have syrup all over my shirt. <laughs> you know what I love, though, about getting older and looking back on high school is like, you know, when we talk about like curfews and coming home and like all those times you thought you were being super clever and like, they'll never know I was drinking or they'll never know I had a cigarette. Like they absolutely knew like you stunk like a burnt newspaper. You, you reek of gin or like vanilla rum or whatever bullshit you're drinking. Like it's, you're not tricking your, your parents. That was a tough, tough nut to swallow being like, Oh, well they, they like knew everything the whole time being like, and it's so cringy to think back how like my parents thought I was going camping every weekend. <laughs> yeah. Where were you? Where were you actually going to like someone, whoever's parents weren't home. But like, if you're camping, it's like, nice. They're getting outside and they're doing whatever. No, I was to the face holding a bottle of pinnacle whipped until I couldn't drink anymore. And then I would pinnacle whipped. Pinnacle whipped. Oh. I had to, change. Oh, there was a year when I had to change my cologne because of pinnacle whipped. What do you mean? I just like had, like a, a tinge of the same smell as Pinnacle Whipped. It was my, my first cologne. I had it for like six years, like same smell. It was my Christmas present every year, like stocking stuffer. Had it. tell my mom I'm, I'm actually yeah. a man now, so I can't use Aeropostale maximum anymore. <laughs> so now you're an Abercrombie Fierce Man. Don't dog on any of those like elementary school colognes. They're really good and they're very appropriately priced. Were you an Axe body spray fella? No, I was not. No, but there's something about that. I don't know if it's like nostalgic or like I, it, it reminds me of like high school. Like that's what you put on and you go and then like talk to your crush in the hallway. Right. Yeah. I don't know. It does well, something to my to my loins still. Yeah. Well, it's because it's burning a hole in your cere- <laughs> cerebral cortex. So, yeah. It's, yeah. It's just and our ozone acid burn in your brain throws me back. Makes me want to go to a homecoming dance and grind. Oh, yeah. Do you remember learning how to grind? I never learned. I it was self-taught. Wow. A self-made man. You know who taught me how to grind? Walk a flock of flame. He taught me how to grind. How did how's that? Just by watching? Just his, music, his music kind of spoke to my body. And then <laughs> why why walk a flocka when you can grind a flocka? Boo. He walk he walk a he walk a flocka so you can grind a flocka. <laughs> I'm going to I'm going to work on that. Yeah, I'm going to work on that. I'll be back. Be sure to not let me know how it goes. <laughs> Connor, was your house in high school ever like the party house? Yeah, at the end, I, I did throw a party. I went through like a weed phase that was really short lived. Um, And like when my parents would leave, we'd smoke weed in like the garage. And then I mm-hmm. guess everybody would just like go to sleep. I don't really know how those went. But um, by the end, my parents were like, we'd rather you drink here. And like somewhere yeah. else. So that was fun um, for like the tail end of senior year. And then like when we got home from college, like everyone would just come to mind. But no, not like in high school. It was very much I was leaving, leaving my house and not t- not telling anyone where I was going. Well, I was going camping, you know, like Bear Grylls. My parents thought it was Bear Grylls, I thought. <laughs> camping all the time. Uh, we were not a party house. We... No. There were a couple kids that was like the party house. Like their parents were just never there. Yeah, and, uh, and you swing by, or they were there, or they, they yeah, or yeah. they were like, how what? Like they sort of got off on it, like you guys behaving, and like they're yeah. having a glass of wine upstairs. Yeah, that's yeah. a it's a little scary to think back on. It's like, what were you guys? 
hoping for. <laughs> Even scarier is to think that we're not that far away age-wise from what they were. Oh, no, you can't say that. Please don't say that. That's Yeah, we're closer to that than the other way. At least I am. Yeah, I think my mom was pregnant with me right now. Oh. Yeah, in my age. Wow. Did she have her own uh, alcoholic beverage brand at your age? No, I don't think so. no, she didn't. Thank you for putting things in perspective. And did yeah. she know? Did she know KJ yeah. Arlo? Hell no. From, no. from no. the hit, is that his name? Appa. Speaking of putting things into perspective. Yeah, things are yeah, things are all relative, especially in this podcast where they're all related. Wait, what else happens, Nick, in this, uh, this, this, this? Uh, Alla and Reed have a big talk towards the end of this episode where Reed admits that he's not fine uh, with the whole love triangle thing. I kind of was putting up a front when he was like, go with Isaac and choose who you want. He's he's showing a little bit uh, more insecurity here and saying it's um, he's trying hard and it just doesn't seem to be good enough. And if he's not good enough for her just to... Uh, let him go because I think this is weighing on him, um, which is a big reversal from where he was earlier when he gave that like almost Zen like talk to her that you need to do what you need to do and I'll be waiting and make the right choice. Full of shit. It's all full of shit. <laughs> but also the biggest thing is he says, I'm in love with you. It's a big moment. Yeah. <laughs> That really drove the point home, I think. Connor, have you ever told someone you lo- you're in love with them or that you love them? Yeah. That like a <laughs> not a family member? Yeah. How did yeah, go? Yeah, like, like every every everybody I've dated since 6th grade. <laughs> oh, so you're a lover. You're including Dua Lipa. Yeah. <laughs> you're, yeah. You're you heard it here. Fabulous a lover, ladies. I'm a love bomber. Just kidding. Have you ever had an unreciprocated I love you? Because this one is he has said it and Ella does not say it back. No, I would kill myself on the spot. <laughs> How romantic. Very Shakespearean of you. Oh, uh, uh, yeah. Uh, Nick, have you? Have a, an unreciprocated love you? Yeah. No. No. Other than our from our parents. <laughs> no. I'm kidding. They're very, very loving. I've been on both sides of the I love you uh, coin. I've I've said it without getting it back and I've been had it said to me without saying it back i could totally see you not saying it back i could totally see that oh yeah you being like okay um you're so you think everything okay you love me um i i think that's uh that's that's very uh touching and uh, but i have to think about it that's actually very similar to what happened i said she said i love you and and i was like that is so special and it like, thank you so much. And like immediately she was like, oh no. And I was like, I am committed to this relationship and I care about you very much. I'm just not there yet. And it's, you know what? Not to give myself the lasagna of the week, but that is a very hard thing to do because it's just so easy to say three words and then, and have it all be over. It's so easy to just be like, oh yeah, I love you too whether you mean it or not. And then you don't have to deal with all that bullshit, but I wanted to be honest. Wow. And, I would uh, lie. learning, <laughs> learning when to lie is like the most important skill I think in the world. Yeah. It can get you elected president. Yeah. <laughs> all the time. Every, yeah. Every, yes. every single time. It is. Yeah. Learning when to lie is a great skill to have, especially for convenience sake. And yeah, of course. For insurance reasons. <laughs> if need be and i mean this wouldn't make sense to you but for job application reasons sometimes you gotta bend the truth yeah yeah i heard this great story from this guy so there's this big festival called the just for laughs festival and yeah. uh it's really hard to get a showcase unless you have representation but this guy he had submitted year after year but he didn't have a management uh company and so they wouldn't respond or give him a, a thing. And so he created a fake manager, a fake name, a fake email, and submitted through this made-up manager, and he got an audition. 
and made it all the way to final. I believe callbacks. the manager's name was like Ro- Robert Ecaf was the name he created because Ecaf is fake spelled backwards. Yeah. Oh wow. Oh wow. And he ended up getting an audition. But it worked. So this episode ends with Brooke uh, confronting Ella. Brooke obviously is really stepping into the evil stepmom role right now, mm-hmm. and she says, "Look." I know you stole all my devices, but don't worry, you can't delete the deep fake video that I've made because I've copied it on all these hard drives. And I'm smart. Everyone thinks I'm dumb, but I'm smart and you all have what's coming for you. So she's really foreshadowing some bad little uh, happenings. And she threatens that she will release the deep fake sex tape after her lifestyle brand launches. And that's how we end the episode. With that threat, a death threat. Is it a death threat? She doesn't exclude. She doesn't say it's a death threat. It's implied. Well, that's up to interpretation. Connor, did you think it was a death threat? There's levels that would make that a a death threat. I think for sure because there's also so much money on the line. I mean, she's in line to inherit like hundreds of millions of dollars, and like people have been killed for less. There's no doubt about it. So a, a death a death threat by proxy, DTBP. I killed a man for a Target gift card. Yeah, people have killed for less. You're right. That man had a Target on his back. Thank you so much. Thank you. That's really good. Thank you so much, you guys. Nice job. Um, wait, wait, wait. You can't leave yet. No, I know because you know why? We have royal decrees. Royal decrees. Hear ye, hear ye. A royal decree. All right, it's time for our royal decrees where we name, our, we say our hot take of the week. Connor, you want to start us off? Yeah, I'll kick it off. Um, I don't think whales are beautiful. And I think that like we have this whole thing going where it's like, oh, whales are magnificent, beautiful creatures. They actually like are just a like one whole blob and then they have a tail. So okay. I think that maybe because they're big, we think beautiful. Um, but if you really look at them, they're kind of just like really not a lot of thought went into that at all. <laughs> So I'm, I may not see eye to eye with people on whales, but that's that's where I stand. Have you had have you had experience with whales? Like, did you you go whale watching and see one, and were like, this was a waste of time? I've gone whale watching. I you know I hate fuck Sea World. Me, and my homies hate Sea World, but I have been to Sea World and I had an interaction with a beluga that I'll never forget. I cherish it. Kiss me on the cheek, and we have a photo of it. But th- that was, I mean. That had nothing. Maybe it shaped this thought, you know, the final thought. But the yeah, the conclusion came was like a week ago. I was coming back from Malibu to like Venice, and I was like stuck in traffic, and I was like looking out. I was like, "Oh, this is kind of nice." Oh, there's a whale out there, and I was looking at. It, I was like, "Yeah." <laughs> Have you seen Free Willy? Yeah, yeah. You didn't think that was beautiful? I think orcas at least have like a a little bit of design to them that helps a little bit. What about the whales in Avatar? Oh, those whales are gorgeous. Well, yeah. If James Cameron was was redesigning all the whales, I might have a different stance, but right now we're, they're just getting great. <laughs> I love him doing He's all- He's working on it. James Cameron doing a launch like an Apple, like it's an Apple product being like, unveiling the iWhale 2.0. <laughs> that would change my mind. I respectfully disagree. Oh. I think- I think maybe like aesthetically at first, you know, they're lumpy and barnacly, but like when you get up close, like I think of like the Natural History Museum in New York, they're so massive that there's something incredibly majestic and awe-inspiring about them. And I think there's some beauty in that. Well, we're big proponents on this podcast that size isn't everything. I think I think that's a great royal decree, and I, I appreciate it. And I don't agree with it, but because I like the shine of their skin, um, <laughs> they're underwater. It's they're wet. They're just wet. It's not shiny. They're just wet. I was in the water. Would you like the shine of my skin? Yes. Okay. The answer is yes. On a yeah, only if you're wearing a cashmere cashmere sweater. Um, my royal decree is: do not shop at Trader Joe's when you're hungry. Yeah. Uh, probably not. Not creative, but that place, man, is just chock full of great snacks and it is dangerous. Yeah, I agree. Um, especially because like they have pictures of all the food 
on the package. And it's not like, mm-hmm. oh, you got to get ingredients to make this. It's like, we already did it. So you just have to like pop this. You only, it's going to take two minutes. You won't, you'll forget yeah. that you even made this whole thing and it's going to look just like this too. They nailed it. What's your favorite? Yeah, like, they're great. What's your favorite Trader Joe's snack or guilty pleasure? Right now it's the almond butter filled uh, pretzels. I cannot get a bag of those without eating them entirely in one city. They also have pumpkin, pumpkin gnocchi. Which, yeah, dude, their pumpkin. Everything yeah. is awesome. Yeah. Thank Just awesome. Speaking of dessert and food, here's my royal decree. Pie is better than cake. Yeah. Pie is better than cake. And I think cake is overrated. I think it's good. But uh, pie is so much more interesting. There's more going on. There's more variety. Cake is like, why is cake getting front billing on the birthday tradition? Because it takes the cake. Cake is all cake is all fluff. You're right. Cake is all fluff, but also now when they're doing with all these like decorative cakes that are like they look like a computer printer, but you cut into it and it's a fucking funfetti. They taste like shit because they yeah. have to be so yeah. they have to be so dense, so much fondant, so much fondant. The cake itself has to be dense so it doesn't collapse because it's eight feet tall because it's like an IKEA dresser made out of chocolate devil food. Like, I don't want that. I want a light, fluffy yeah, well, Duncan Hines. You got to get the right cake. That's on you, man. Yeah. You can't have a, a cake that big and have it be good cake. It's impossible. Yeah, well, look at this cake. That's a big, fat ass. Oh, listeners, Nick has shown his bare ass to the camera, and it's covered in icing, which is weird. Oh, and now Mikey Day is coming over with a knife to see if it's cake. <laughs> is, hey, Mike. is it cake? Mike, good to see you. Actually, can we get a picture for some clout chasing? Yeah, there you go. That's how it's done. But he's already in Nick's room about to, I guess, eat his ass. So I feel like we already. <laughs> oh, um, this has been so much fun. Connor, uh, for our viewers who love you and want to see more of you, can you tell them where they can find you on the Internet and any exciting things you have coming up? Yeah, I got um. I'm at Fibula on like on everything, I think, at F-I-B-U-L-A. And then I have a tour coming up. I'm going to – I posted it on Instagram, so I won't go through the cities. I'll spare you. But I'm adding a couple more shows, a couple places, but it's exciting. I think that's all that's I so have. Exciting. Oh, and my podcast, Brooke and Connor Make a Podcast, if you want to listen to us talk about actually nothing. It's very funny. Yeah, check out his podcast. Every listeners, keep an eye out. This 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 guy's a star. Knock on wood. So you already are one, but it's it's going to go higher and higher and higher. So it's you. a pleasure to have you. So and nice. get those tickets now because they are selling out fast. So if you want to see him on his eleven city eleven city tour, buy your it's tickets now. Cities. Thank yeah. you guys. Awesome, Connor. Thanks so much, buddy. Thanks for having me. That was too much fun. I gotta get back into the episode. Actually, like I gotta catch up, so I'm like up to date. On the other ones. Please do. Thank you. Please leave comments. Subscribe, like.